Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very accomplished and respected professional who was earlier a medical doctor, now a big name in the world of art, uh, from Goa, India, Dr. Subodh Kerkar. Dr. Kerkar, welcome to the show. A pleasure. Uh, Subodh is an artist and founder of the uh, founder director of the Museum of Goa. He's a qualified medical professional who gave up medicine to pursue arts. And given all the work he's done, he's understandably been recognized, felicitated, and awarded several times. So Subodh, before we talk about the Museum of Goa, tell me about your own amazing journey and what motivated you to give up a career in medicine and pursue your passion. Yeah, well, uh, I came from a rather poor family. My father was a school teacher. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, I was a good student. So I stood seventh in the board. Mm -hmm. And so I could get admission anywhere. And during that time, uh, I mean, 76 or so, I mean, the options, uh, people who had big scores in 12 standard exams was going to medicine first, so engineering, and that was a trend. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the age of 18, you know, you... So I wanted to become almost everybody, mm. apart from becoming a mafia don or becoming a shopkeeper or a priest or a soldier. Mm. Uh, there was hardly anything which I didn't want to become. Yeah. And I became a doctor. But uh, then after some time, I realized that uh, it is rather routine. Mm. And uh, uh, it was uh, treating cough, cold, typhoid, malaria. All my mm. life was mm. not uh, really what I wanted. Mm. And uh, to put it a little uh, in a lighter vein, you know, 60-70% of my patients were British tourists because tourism had boomed in Goa. Right. And the idea of spending my lifetime uh, in the service of British loose motions was not palatable. <laughs> and I thought That's India true. has and I thought India has taken enough shit from the British for 150 years <laughs> and I didn't want to take any more. Well, you know, the, I basically believe that the only purpose of life is to be happy. Mm -hmm. There's no other purpose. And by doing what I'm doing today, I can tell you that I am an extremely happy man. Mm. And I think uh, I'm very happy that I gave up my medical profession. Amazing, amazing. So now tell, let's talk about the Museum of Goa. How would you define your vision and mission uh, of MOG? Okay. So when I started practicing as an artist, it took me many years to get recognition, forget getting recognition, uh, mm. to understand art. Because, you know, uh, I knew... Uh, realistic paintings very well when I gave up my medicine because my father was an artist and we learned uh, mm. realistic painting. But then after some time, I realized that this is not art mm. because skill does not make you an artist. Mm. Like if you know grammar very well, you don't become a writer. Mm. You need to have something to say. Yeah. So uh, understanding art took me almost 15 years. Mm. And then I realized that in a country of 1.3 billion people, mm. not more than about lakh, two lakhs people connect with contemporary art. Mm. Others have no idea. And I'm not talking about laborers and farmers. I'm yeah. talking corporate heads, architects, doctors. They have no idea because mm. the world of contemporary art is sort of close to most people. Correct. And most people feel that this is only for the richy rich, not for us. Mm. And I thought that I'm not going to spend my lifetime creating art only for one or two lakhs people. I have to reach the masses. Mm. And I also realized that it is important that everybody appreciates contemporary art. Mm. So in order to democratize contemporary art, I started Museum of Goa, putting in my own money. Wow. And everybody thought that I was a fool. 
बिकॉज आई डिड इट एट इंडस्ट्रियल स्टेट एंड दे थॉट पांच लोग नहीं आएंगे नॉट फाइव पीपल विल विजिट एवरी डे पुट इन फोर क्रॉस एंड सो वेल they told me that just take your money and live happily ever after but mm. then today i can tell you that there are about 200 to 500 people visiting museum of goa every day incredible and i am not just uh, i'm not living happily ever after i am living happier ever after amazing amazing and you know given the fact that you just mentioned you put four crores of your own money what challenges did you face in curating and maintaining a privately owned art space of this magnitude well uh, initially i mean nobody believed in me so mm. there is a biggest challenge some of my closest friends mm. who were in good position told me suppose you are a fool mm. uh, it's nonsense it will not work but then uh, you know uh, apart from being an artist uh, i'm an avid reader mm. and especially avid reader of history mm. and i stumbled upon this idea mm. that why not narrate history using contemporary art and right. that is the structure of museum of goa mm. go to any a museum of history anywhere in the world you will see old artifacts you will see texts and it is through this old artifacts sculptures texts that history is narrated mm. i have discovered i would claim a new way of narrating history mm. using only contemporary art mm. and uh, and also you know one of the most important thing is my curatorial language can be described as tukaram language or mm-hmm. kabir language mm. because i make it so simple that everybody should connect with it hmm. because many times when you go to biennales of the world whether venice biennale or basel art fair or any hmm. of these big events yeah. uh, half of the things uh, most people don't understand even i did not understand when i went for the first time hmm. so i kept that aside i'm not saying that there is not good art that is good art but uh, very consciously i was aware of my audience and i decided i will only show what is palatable to everybody and that does not mean it is low quality art tukaram's uh, abhanga kabir's poetry is not of any lower standards absolutely it's complex poetry absolutely. so that's the language yeah well said. So and, yeah please go ahead huh please go ahead you're saying something yeah so basically you know i initially had planned to sh- create work myself mm. in response to history and i worked so much that i could fill in a museum Mm. then slowly i started organizing meetings of other artists mm. and uh, many of these artists offered their work to me mm. because my museum is a hybrid of a museum and a gallery mm. and you know, after all these words museum galleries are coined yeah. they have attached meanings so my museum is called is a museum because it's very large mm. uh, it has large spaces and we welcome school picnics there so i'm not an art dealer i'm art mm. promoter absolutely but i love this uh, concept that you just told me about narrating history using art can you give me an example for my viewers and listeners yeah absolutely actually it would have been much nicer if we had some visuals because uh, describing a visual uh, with orally is uh, well as a task but let me tell you uh, there's mm. one word where i have uh, a boat mm. and in this boat there are uh, platforms created which rock like this mm. with a motor i work with mechanical engineers yeah. electrical engineers mm. they rock and on this i have kept hundreds of gods mm. and so in this this is a real boat from goa mm. a fishing canoe and this boats the gods rock like this now the story is when the portuguese arrived in 1510 they conquered goa mm. their objective was very clear 
unlike the British, they wanted to convert people to Christianity. And of course, they wanted to control the pepper trade, the mm -hmm. spice trade. Yeah. And they started demolishing temples and kept a record of every demolition. Mm. And they wanted to sort of uh, cure uh, the Indians of their religion they thought was bad because they noticed sati, which was absolutely horrible. So mm. by the past, uh, Alfonso the Albuquerque was the first one to ban sati. Mm -hmm. Ajara Munrai came much later. Yeah. So sati was banned in Goa first. Mm. But, so anyway, so they uh, started building churches. And then the Hindus, they took their gods to the two rivers, Mandavi and Zuari, Mm. to a place called Kumbharzua, which is mm. in Ponda. And Ponda mm. is not under the Portuguese rule. Mm. And so new temples, small temples were built there. And so uh, even today, when the festivities of the temples happen in Ponda, and mm. actually almost 99% of the temples in Goa are in Ponda, old temples. And so the first honor to carry the palaquin of God goes to the boatman of a village called Adpai. Mm -hmm. It's because their ancestors had saved gods. Mm -hmm. so in the Bible, there is a story of Noah's Ark where God intervenes to save mankind. Mm -hmm. Here, men intervene to save gods. So this is Goa's Ark. Mm -hmm. So this is the work. But at the same right. time, I had a footnote here. Huh. Otherwise, people feel that I'm one of these religious fanatics. No, mm -hmm. I'm not. And mm -hmm. so I had a footnote. History should be understood. But mm -hmm. this did not result in any kind of I mean, ill feelings towards the present-day Christians or the present-day Portuguese. That's very well said. Said. very well said and the context is very very important in history this is uh, there are many under hundreds of works in this i'm sure thing, yeah. i'm sure but moving on suppose uh, you spoke about uh, contemporary art yeah. how do you think the museum of goa has contributed to contemporary art in india yeah well it's a small contribution but definitely there is nothing like this uh, in the country. Of course, we have yeah. Kiran Nadar's museum. There. She's starting one that's very big. Mm. Uh, but, uh, what is most unique about my museum is it is democratic. Mm. So nobody feels threatened to come here. Mm. And we have done so much of branding. So all of our uh, signages. So 200 to 500 people land up here. Mm. And most of these people who come here, this is their first visit to any contemporary art space. Wow. Because most... Uh, contemporary art spaces like galleries. Galleries are not interested in school students or people who won't buy. Yeah. So, but I'm interested in everybody. Mm. So for me, it is democratic. Democratizing art is very important. Mm. And so 90% of the people are their first visit. But what is most interesting is they love it. Mm. And so if you see our donation box, people even donate, simple people. Mm. And so uh, that's something which I definitely, of course, it's not a huge thing, but I wish I could start a museum of this kind in every state mm. with the history of that state. And that's mm. my objective. Mm. So yeah. one, one question I should have asked you a little earlier, how do you define contemporary art? Well, that's very simple. Art of today is contemporary. Contemporary mm. is not a word which is a um, complex word. Samakalin kala. Anything which is happening now, mm. now does not mean exactly today. It can be in the last, I mean, 100 years. Okay. So 100, 100 odd years, would you would define as contemporary? Yeah, with our, our more or less lifetime. Mm. Or maybe two lifetimes. That's mm. fine. Yeah, okay. It's not a rigid word. I understand. But then tell me, uh, do you see a relation between traditional Indian art and contemporary, in, uh, contemporary Indian art? And how does the... Museum of Goa bridge this gap. So it's like this. Uh, the, the, there are in you know in the in the uh, in the Republic of Art, mm -hmm. there are no dualities. Mm -hmm. That is what art actually teaches you. 
Right. There is the duality of the rich, the poor, high caste, low caste, That's contemporary right. and traditional. Mm. You know, just the terms like, for example, primitive art. Mm. And if you see so-called primitive art, it is as complex and as evolved as any art. Like Picasso drew his inspiration from primitive art. Mm. Actually, the history of art, the authors of the history of art, has done great injustice to the traditional arts mm. by just brushing them aside as so-called traditional or primitive. Hmm. There's nothing primitive about it. I mean, most arts, I mean, especially in India, if you see Shola sculptures, they're very hmm. evolved. They are actually most uh, modern sculptures of, of all times. Basically, if you see, they're they are stylized. They're not realistic. Hmm. So uh, I don't make a difference. Hmm. And art actually does not make a difference. In okay. the, like I said, Republic of Art, there is no dualities. Everything hmm. is different. Very well said. And uh, Subodh, how do you select what artworks and which artists you want to feature in the museum? Yeah, see, I have my limited budget because this is a, I'm not a, a big corporate guy. I'm an artist and yeah. the, the museum is built with the money which I earn from art and mm. uh, businesses. And so and now, of course, I want to collaborate that I will tell you later. But uh, mm. how do I select is, first of all, a lot of artists from Goa because I'm a, a student of history. I organize meetings with the artists and I talk to them about history. And then they get inspired to do something connected with uh, uh, Goa. I mean, mm. history does not mean that they have to do something what about uh, inspired by something which happened uh, 200 years ago. Mm. They can do something what happened uh, the, uh, last morning. So basically, a Goa experience. Mm -hmm. Art is an expression of time. Correct. And so any expression which is valid and which is a sincere expression is mm. a good expression. So that's what mm. I do. I mean, mm. any work which I feel is connected with Goa mm. is inviting. Mm. Any aspect of Goa. Mm. And yet, uh, you know, you mentioned that you're part gallery and part museum. How do you balance being a commercial space and an educational uh, institution, if I can use the term? Yeah. So one simple thing we do is I will not allow anything in the museum which I post my I feel is of not uh, I mean a certain standard which we expect. Right. So because you know just because something sells doesn't mean it is good. Mm. I myself when I started my uh, artistic career I sold something which I could describe as scrap. Mm. What I created a lot of people bought and I thought I was an artist but luckily I understood that this is not art soon enough and so I started exploring learning. So many people say I'm selling. So selling is not a criteria of good art or bad mm. art. Mm. So uh, I would only choose what I would say is good art. And I'm mm. lucky to have a lot of advisors. Mm. And so uh, that's what we do. Mm. Very interesting. You you also mentioning that you're now bringing in maybe some partnerships or sponsorships yeah. uh, to be able to grow the Museum of Goa. Would you like to talk about that? Yeah, actually, uh, the Museum of Goa uh, is uh, technically a small-scale industry because mm -hmm. we are in industrial estate. Mm -hmm. uh, but now I'm doing my next museum. Wow. And the next museum is actually in partnership with somebody who is very good in hospitality. Uh, it's a beer museum. Mm -hmm. uh, and let me tell you that beer history and beer culture is as fascinating as any other uh, wow. history. Mm -hmm. And I have been studying beer history. Mm -hmm. And uh, this will be a museum of contemporary art, narrating uh, or in response to be a history. But mm -hmm. in addition to the museum, which will be about two thousand square meters, mm -hmm. we will have uh, uh, we will have restaurants and bars, and it will have 
365 days of beer festival, all day, mm -hmm. all year. And this is in partnership with some people who know how to handle uh, the, the, the bars, restaurants. And mm -hmm. we'll have to begin with four restaurants. And this will going to start within six, seven months. Wow. Yeah, but after that is more interesting. Mm -hmm. I have decided I'm 64 now. And I have decided I will stop doing anything which could be described as a business activity. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to devote the rest of my life for creating museums, but mm -hmm. on behalf of foundations, mm -hmm. either my own foundation or anybody's foundation who, for example, one could do a, a museum of Gurgaon. Mm -hmm. Gurgaon also has interesting history. Yeah. Yeah, uh, every place is oozing with history. Mm. And my specialization is to narrate it using contemporary art. Mm. And not just with my own art, but uh, I mean, encouraging other artists to create works. So mm. I would like to make a museum of Gujarat, museum of Andhra, museum of Karnataka. Mm. So, and then my dream project is to create an Indian Ocean Museum. Mm. Amazing, yeah. amazing. More power to you, sir. <laughs> So my next question is that, you know, given the amount of technology that has now come into the world, how do you think the digital age and the rise of social media is mm. impacting the Museum of Goa and your vision of developing museums in every possible city? I think uh, I'm very technology friendly. Mm. Actually, I must be the oldest Instagrammer. Mm. I learned it from my son who is a very important, uh, I mean, social media influencer and artist is essentially mm -hmm. an artist. I learned it from him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, every, every post I create gets at least about 10,000 views within about four or five hours. Wow. And some of the uh, posts get about 7 million views. Mm. So we have had many posts with that kind of viewership. And so social media is actually uh, helped in a big way because there's no gallery in the world mm -hmm. which can sort of show your work to 7 million people mm. or 10,000 people for that matter within just a few hours. Yeah. And so social media, I'm using it very effectively. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks to again, my son Siddharth Kerkar. And uh, so it has helped and, it's, and, and technology wise, uh, though in spite of my age, I'm very uh, sort of close to technology. Mm -hmm. I'm working with an electronic engineer and a mechanical engineer, and we have a lot of work in the museum which uses technology. Mm -hmm. So I'm very technology friendly, but at the same time, you know, but I also believe that AI is not going to change this, I mean, mm -hmm. the art world. I mean, AI is good to write some letters or doing something, mm -hmm. but the foundation of any creative activity is intuition. Mm. And AI will never have intuition. Mm. Because when Einstein got E is equal to MC square, he himself admits that it's basically the intuition which is yeah. most important. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Great response. So time for two or three more questions. My next question is that uh, you, you briefly shared with me what you envision as the future, you know, multiple uh, museums, including a museum for the Indian Ocean. But how do you envision these small, 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 small museums becoming a force to reckon with in the contemporary art scene? You know, if one artist who is not really uh, extremely with uh, unlimited funds, I mean, with limited funds, so I had mm. only four crores and there was only money I had. Mm. I had no money and I create a museum. Mm. And if I can do it, 
I think a few, a few people coming together, people like you, with you have something to contribute back to the society. Mm. Uh, and I have already a track record of creating one museum. Now I'm doing the second museum. Mm. And pe people are convinced that this man can deliver. Mm. I think we can always come together and create a museum, for example, of Gurgaon Museum of Delhi. Uh, basically, we have a lot of scholars who will feed us with history. And then my job is to translate history into art with mm. uh, my own works and works of other artists. So it is easily mm. possible. Mm. And uh, it's not something which is, uh, I mean, uh, because we are not going to, you know, art market is a different thing. Mm. When you say you're buying a work of art for some crores, that is moving within that art market. Mm. It is one rich man buying from the another rich man or woman. Mm. So um, leave the art market aside. When kind of an activity which I am doing, mm. uh, I think it's easily possible. Lots of artists will love to contribute. Of course, right. they must pay something. It's not free the way that we take it from them, but not mm. those kind of uh, sums. Yeah. Mm. Well said. Two more questions now. Can you share um, any memorable anecdote or experience yeah. uh, related to Museum of Goa that left a deep impact on you? Yeah, actually there are many, but uh, mm -hmm. let me just share one. There were one day about, uh, about 10 farmers who visited the Museum of Goa. Mm -hmm. They came from Sindhudurga. Sindhudurga is just in Maharashtra, mm -hmm. not a few hours drive from here. And when I looked at them, I knew that they're simple people, they're farmers. So I asked them, and I know Marathi. Mm -hmm. So I asked them, uh, you came to the museum, uh, who advised you to come here? They said, we have specially come. And they said one of their colleagues, who is also a farmer, he had come to the museum. Mm -hmm. He got so much floored by this museum. A simple man, not mm -hmm. even very educated in, in the term of uh, degrees. But the farmer loved my museum so much, he went and told the colleagues there, that please go to Goa, don't go to the seashore. Mm. Because Unka seashore and Hamara seashore eki hai. Mm. <laughs> go to museum of, and they mm. came and they were extremely happy. And that is, I think, what is the receipt of my uh, whatever I have struggled for. How wonderful. Every, every child comes and gives me 10 stars, you know. I normally ask a child who visits, I mean, mm. out of 10, how many stars will you give me? And the child says 10,000. Mm. That's the moment of, oh my God, so I have touched them. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. And my last question is about, and this is for the many people who will listen to us. Based on your own amazing journey, what message or advice would you give to young adults, young artists, curators, or anyone wanting to contribute to the world of art? Yeah, I think the only thing is you have to be sincere. Mm. And you have to basically, you know, art is a function of intellect. Mm. You might be very good in skill, but you don't create art out of skill. Skill is required, but unless you are aware, unless you read, aware of politics, about social customs, about, you know, when there is a war happening, you can't sit in your studio and paint flowers. Yeah. You have to respond to war. Mm -hmm. That's the function of an artist. An artist is a receptor, a sensor, and transmitter of ideas in a society. Mm -hmm. And you have to perform that role. And you have to be political and you have to be sincere. And well, uh, if there is any question, I would, I would answer. Otherwise, I would mm. like to end uh, no, with please. a small poem. Mm. Please right? tell me. Up. Yeah, please. So, okay, you know, many of my works which I do, you know, are of temporary nature mm. because I plant shells on the seaside. Of course, there are many things which I do of permanent nature. Mm. And uh, there's a poem of Tagore. Uh, the poem goes something like this. When death knocks on my door mm. and says your time has come, mm. I shall tell death I never lived in time. Mm. I lived in love. Mm. 
when death asked me, will your sculptures be remembered forever? Mm. I shall tell death, I do not know. But mm. when I created them, I felt eternity. Mm. How amazing. How amazing. And what wonderful words to end with. Uh, and suppose, you know, your last piece of advice for young artists, be sincere. Your wonderful words from Rabindranath Tagore. Thank you so much for speaking to me about your journey. Thank you for speaking to me about the Museum of Goa. Um, I learned many new things, including what goes in behind the mind of an artist when they create. And thank you also for everything that you are doing for contemporary art and art in our country. Thank you for speaking to me and good luck. Thank you, Ashutosh. It was lovely speaking to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.